Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from, yeah. where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 91 with myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, Kel Goodman. What's up, what's up? Guys, today, um, you know, we wanted to talk about something that uh, that we're currently working on. You know, I did get a message, it's like two or three days ago, and somebody's like, hey, why don't you, you know, talk about what you guys are working on, you know, whether it's personal or business. I'm like, it's pretty much what we do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, you know, most of the time, you know, we, yeah. we come into these podcasts very unprepared. Um, uh, we don't, uh, I guess if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready, yeah. you know? So when you're talking from experience, you don't really have to prepare the experience, right? You already kind of have that stored in your mind. And so all the podcasts that we do, I mean, every, every once in a while, we create some bullet points to where we kind of want to hit on a couple topics, but we don't really write it out in depth. You know, we try to give you guys information that we think would be valuable to you just right off the top of our head. Oh, and, it's definitely off the cusp. Uh, <laughs> it's off the cusp for sure. It's it's raw. Yeah. You know, it's coming directly from the dome, you know, uh, not uh, not hours and hours of researching and trying to find other people's experiences with that topic. We're just telling you guys what we deal with, you know, and what we've dealt with and what we've overcome, some of the struggles that we faced, you know, things of that nature. So... Um, today's topic is something that we actually worked on today. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's very top of mind. Yeah, something that's been stewing for a minute. Yeah, it's it's something that we've needed to do, um, and we finally you know addressed it. Right mm -hmm. in business, we get pulled in so many different directions. We get to a point where we're so, we get so busy that we start stop doing some of the things that we know we should be doing. Uh, to maintain the company culture that uh, you took time to invest into and build so that your employees have a, a great work environment. And the topic is really just, you know, getting back to or doing, if you've never done it, uh, doing one-on-ones, mm -hmm. right? Um, pulling people in individually, just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with that individual and saying, hey, what are some of the pros about working here? And what are some of the cons? You know, we want constructive criticism. We want to know exactly what we can work on and what we can do better to create a better environment for people. You know, showing up to work every day sucks. Our job is to make it suck that much less, right? right? And so if we continue to try to do that, hopefully one day they wake up and they're just excited about getting out of bed to go to work rather than dreading go to work because we already know 90% of people or whatever the percentage is hate having to get out of bed and go to work. Yeah, and we've been actually really good at creating a pretty awesome culture for a long period of time. And, and honestly, dude, like we allowed it to slip yeah. as the leaders of our company because we're getting pulled in different directions, but then we're also dealing with all this other stuff like 2020. Everyone's blaming a lot of shit on 2020. We don't typically blame shit on shit, but we've had to send people home to work, had to mm -hmm. bring people back, send people home. Some people got sick with, you know, potentially COVID. So other people that have health concerns had to go home. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on. And there was some things that created some some weird little it's just a disconnect yeah there's weird little disconnects and then it's going into tax season so now we're tightening down and they don't like some people didn't like the tightening down but coming from some managers we're like whoa 
we all need to get back on the same page here. We need yeah. to get back to our core values because that's what we try and lead our company by is our core values. And so, so it was really good today to, and it was actually really powerful. I mean, there's a reason that like therapists tell you to have one-on-ones with your kids. You know, it's the same thing in your business. Like it's powerful, yeah. right? We can, we can peel that onion back. We can figure out some, the roots of some things and we can get to work on it. And I think we solved a lot of problems today yeah. and we're going to be getting our culture right back to where we expect it to be. Yeah. I mean, at one point, you know, we were going out doing stuff together, company activities, whether it was going bowling, whether we would go down to the park yeah. and play spike ball and do a barbecue, you know, things like that on a Friday at 12 o'clock and go spend a couple hours yeah. together outside if the weather's nice. A lot of that got taken away. A lot of that did, you know, get taken away with things shutting down and not being able to walk into a restaurant mm-hmm. with, you know, 40 people at one time and be able to sit down and eat together and and, and grow together in, in, in terms of relationships, right? Um, the idea is if you're doing some things outside of the office together, those bonds and those relationships will form and, and it'll help create just a better culture. Um, you know, we still have a couple country club memberships, you know, for our employees to be able to use. They can go down to the country club and go golfing or go use the pool or the restaurant and mm-hmm. go eat there. And it's not costing them anything because it goes on our company account. Um, you know, we still have our break room that we spend twelve to $1,300 a month keeping that full. Mm-hmm. Um so there's, there's things that we were still doing to yeah. try to bring value uh, outside of just a paycheck. Yeah, make it more right, enjoyable. To, a, to people that work for us. But, you know, there was, there was the bowling was taken away. We couldn't do that. We couldn't take them out to eat. You know, there was people that didn't want to get in large groups, you know, 40 people at one time and go to the park and, you know, sweat and play spike ball or eat right. together, right? So. You know, there's there were some fears, obviously, with with some people uh, or concerns that they had about grouping up and, and getting close together. Right. And so with separation, separation happened. Right. right? You know, it's it's right before tax season and, and we're going into it and it's going to only get more difficult and it's going to get harder, you know, for people. And the last thing that we want to do is have a bad work environment or culture. And then on top of a ton of more work, when things are going to get even more difficult, that's only going to create more separation, right? Mm -hmm. And so we knew that we needed to sit down, have one-on-ones, hear everybody out, understand, you know, maybe some of the the pros that they love about working here and some of the cons too. You know, uh, I don't think enough business owners are, are receptive to maybe some of the things that they could work on or the company can work on to just make things a little bit more pleasant to go to work every day. And a lot of people say, well, man, I can't hire good people. I can't find any. Well, you kind of have to create it and it it takes effort um, on your part Mm -hmm. as the entrepreneur to really create that synchrony between every individual because there's so many different personalities in one company. And the way that somebody communicates the other person might not like the way that they communicate, but the other person didn't re- really mean anything negative in terms of the way that they communicate. They still have the company's best interest at heart, and maybe somebody took it a little too personal rather than looking at it, well, are they trying to make the company move forward in a positive direction? Right. And so, you know, we kind of had a come to Jesus meeting, you know, this morning. Was, we were supposed to record this podcast hours and hours and hours ago, but priorities <laughs> are priorities, and our, our people are our priorities over the podcast. Our businesses are priorities over the podcast. 
podcast. And so we came in, we sat down right at nine o'clock and just started calling people into the yeah. conference room and saying, hey, you know, here's our core values. Start reading them again, understanding what we represent and, and who we expect, you know, you to be when you're representing this logo or this company. I think that's a really good point to even start off with is that it, this is a lot easier to do if you actually have established core values written down that you literally have bred into your culture. You know, like we have a, a, our, our core values that's like, hey, we're here to make a positive impact. We go above and beyond. We try to influence the people around us to be better. We lift people up. We don't tear people down. So when we're having these accountability meetings today, it's a lot easier to say, hey man, like, you know the core values. Like, do you feel like talking behind this person's back or your manager or not liking where they're tightening up here was really part of the core values? Don't you think you could have been better too? Like, if you're not part of the problem or not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem, yeah. right? And so I think that that's really important because then I know there's a lot of people listening that they know what core values are, they know they should have them, but they haven't actually taken the step to put them on paper and introduce them to their company. And I know it feels a little bit weird at first, but like, dude, you're costing yourself a lot of time and money and, and causing yourself a lot of headache until you do that. Mm -hmm. And it might be weird at first. It might be uncomfortable first, but you need to build those core values on what you guys stand for as a company so that you can hold your people accountable to that. You can hire by that. You can fire by that. And then you get everybody internally since they're bought into the culture to hold the everybody around them accountable to that as well. You know, and that's the power of that. And I'm really glad that we've had that the last couple of years because how many times did we talk about those in those meetings today? I mean, how many times did we point back to those core values? Mm -hmm. Like we did it a lot and they're like, yeah, you're right. I could be better too. And that's what we want. We want to be able to say, hey, we need to be better too. Like, but where can you be better? And having that map of those core values is really helpful today, I think. Yeah, I mean, Really what it comes down to, guys, is that relationship currency. Um, you should be building relationships with inside your company, right. you know, with the people that represent your company and make sure that they're the type of people that you want around representing your business and your logo. Because it's not your logo that's doing business with anybody. It's the people that's doing the fulfillment. It's the people that your customers are interacting with are a representation of that logo. Right. And if, if you're not really taking the time to have one-on-ones with your employees, one, you know, tell them that they're appreciated and that they're valued. And we value that their, their feedback and want their opinions on things. And when you do that, then you have the ability to then say, okay, critique us, and then we're gonna critique you. I think you're great here, 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 and here. I think here's your chink in your armor. Here's what you need to work on. Right. Maybe you hold grudges a little too much. Maybe you take things a little too personal. Maybe you're not uh, looking within for the answers like, well, could I have done that better? Or should I have done this instead of what mm -hmm. I did do, right? And so the idea was teaching everybody to take accountability, right. right? Like if two people are having an issue with each other, if both of them looked internal and said, well, what can I have done to make that outcome a little bit different? The other person does it as well. Then there's some learning opportunities there so that the next time something like that happens, it's not you know a negative situation. It can actually turn into something positive, a positive criticism rather than a negative critique, right? right? And so it's important to you know help the people that, that work for you understand that they should be building relationships with inside the company as well. And, and instead of managing people, 
Build a relationship with that person by building them up, showing appreciation, letting them know that they're valued. So when it's time to say, hey, you're slacking here, there's some equity there is Mm -hmm. basically what I say, right? If you give 10 compliments and then you have to take one away and say, hey, you're really slacking here, there's still a lot of equity there because they know that you're more of the type of person to show praise than you are critique because that's what you do on a day-to-day basis. But even if you have a construction company, a plumbing company, like Pull, pull each one of the individuals that work for you, have them sit in your truck for five minutes with a notepad and pen and say, hey, you know, really appreciate what you're doing. You know, uh, just looking for feedback on what you think that we can do better as a company. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you'll get feedback that can make your company better. Uh, you just need to be open and receptive to it and understand that it's positive or constructive criticism. It's not them trying to tear down your company or tear you down or anything like that. And so when you ask for that information, you're going to have to be very receptive to maybe some feedback that you might not like to hear. Mm-hmm. But when you're open to that type of feedback, guess what? You're opening the door for them to, to be a lot more open to critique or feedback on some things that they can do better. Because if they say, hey, you know, what about this, this? And you, okay, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's start working on those things. We definitely value and appreciate you. The one thing that I see that you can work on um, you know, you do all of these things wonderful, but you know, you're showing up late a, a little bit more than you're showing up on time. So let's try to tighten that down a little bit. Let's get here on time so that we can get the crews out running and gunning or whatever the business model is, right? But if you allow critique, they're going to be a little bit more receptive to you giving them feedback and critique so that the entire business as a whole can move forward in a positive direction. If they know where they're lacking a little bit, they can work on that. If you know where you're lacking a little bit, you can work on that and you're raising the culture as a, as a whole because employees do not want to come to a business owner and tell them things that are wrong. Yeah. They just don't. They already know that you're you're stressed out, you have your bad days, you're dealing with a lot of issues, you know, so they kind of sit back quietly because they don't want to be the bearer of bad news. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a conduit uh, and extend that olive branch, so to speak, and say, hey, I want your feedback. What are some of the things that you like about working here? And what are some of the things that you don't? And what do you think that we can do to make the company better so that we can continue to grow and scale? Because I already know we're only as good as our team is. And if our team is in a unit and right. we're not happy, then we're probably not going to be able to get to the end destination. And the end destination means more opportunities for you guys that work for me. Um, so that's my goal is to get to that point. And I think that you have information that might be able to help me get to that point. Tell me what we can do better. Yeah. And so just and, be- and get them to that point, man. I yeah. mean, that's something I feel like we did really, really well today is, is we let people know like, Hey, when the opportunity grows here, it grows for you too. It's not just for the ownership of this company. Like when you level up and people around you level up, the whole company levels up, that's when the money catches up. Right. And, uh, and I think a lot of people like that today. Yeah. Um, and I think we did really good job also on really hitting home with like, dude, we see greatness in you guys. Like that's what we're doing this for yeah. because we want you to grow as people. We, we, we see a badass mofo. We want you to live like a badass mofo. Yeah. So let's not start slacking in this area. Yeah. You gossiping over here or making these little alliances or these clicks over here and talking about these people behind their back. Like that's not, that's not healthy. And you want to have a great work environment for you. You got to be a part yeah. of that great work environment. And so, you know, we did a really good job of acknowledging all the great things that they do and the things that they do add to the culture, but then where they can clean up as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that there were some really good moments um, 
for a lot of people, even the newer ones, right? Where yep. it was like, wow, I'm going to really grow here. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you said to a lot of them was like, hey, like right now, these are uncomfortable situations, but you got to understand that that just means there's growth on the other side of it was mm-hmm. super powerful the way you worded that today mm-hmm. too. Sometimes it just comes out. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, there's and, some good stuff. And hoping, you know, it's like throwing darts at a dartboard. You're hoping you hit the center. <laughs> if but, they weren't so private, you know, we would have to throw a camera on those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, it'd probably be good to record some of those and, and show people exactly how we do it. But there's certain things that, you know, should stay probably private between, mm-hmm. you know, the employee and employer and yeah. in terms of how we operate and, and how we do specific things. But, you know, the idea is to let them know that opportunities are created by them and not necessarily you as the business owner. You know, individuals need to realize that the energy and the effort and the, the, the positivity that they have the ability to control and bring to your company on a day-to-day basis will only provide them more opportunities to grow within the company, more opportunities to make more money. You'll give raises to people with the energy, with the effort that are positive, that are uplifting and building other people up, showing other people that they're valued and appreciated as well. Somebody's got to be the leader outside of the owners of a business, mm-hmm. right? And so... You know, you can have one-on-ones with every single one of them and tell them, you know, hey, somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got, somebody's going to eventually fill that gap. Somebody's going to say, you know what? I want that individual to be me. But if they all do it and they're all raising each other up and they're all being positive and all giving good effort, how you're supposed to approach it is this is, this is a true statement. So it's not, you know, manipulating or anything like that is if there's people that are slacking in your business or really not living up to their full potential, it's up to you to, to find their full potential. And you have to let them know that opportunities are created by them and how they perform. Secondly, you have to let them know that they can never have self-confidence or pride or ever be proud of themselves if they know internally they're not giving everything that they've got every single day. Right. Even, you know, it doesn't matter if you're flipping burgers. Like if I'm if somebody else is sitting next to me and, and they do, you know, five burgers a minute, I want to do 10 burgers a minute. You know, I want to be the best at that job. Why? Because if I'm the best at that job and then they move me into a shift manager, then I'm going to be, because again, I'm out working, staying positive, setting a new standard with inside the company um, that I'm helping that company move to the next level. Yeah. And so every one of your employees need to understand that there's something special, whether they get paid 10 bucks an hour, 20 an hour, 30, it doesn't matter how much they get paid. What matters is your, your pride doesn't come from how much you get paid. The pride and feeling proud of yourself comes from knowing that you're doing everything that you can and you're doing it to the best of your abilities, period, right? Somebody that makes a hundred grand a year, giving it a hundred percent, the best of their abilities is probably going to be more proud of themselves than somebody that makes 150 grand a year. That's giving it 50% effort or 75% effort. They go home, they don't feel challenged, you know, uh, they make good money, but in their heart, they know that they're really not pushing themselves. They're really not trying to give a like hundred percent effort with what they're doing. And I think that it takes the owners helping people understand that like, this is how you build confidence. This is how you become proud of yourself is by doing more, not less, Mm -hmm. right? Not complaining, not making excuses. I don't know one complainer or somebody that makes excuses that 
is a self-confident individual or somebody that's proud of themselves. It just doesn't happen like that. So, and so it's up to us to educate people in terms of how to become a better human being and feel more happy, feel more, more fulfilled, uh, more proud of themselves. Because again, if somebody's doing everything that they need to do every single day and they're going above and beyond and they're laying down a good day's work, one year's gonna come and go, two years is gonna come and go. And the next opportunity that you have when you need to fill a gap in your business, like shit, so-and-so just left, who am I gonna put in that position? Uh, that I that I can trust to give me a hundred percent effort. That's always positive. That shows up on time every day and does everything that they can within their current abilities to try to make the company better. Oh, it's this person. It's uh, always the person that is a leader within the culture of the company, mm -hmm. right? That that gets promoted. Yeah, because that's what they're doing. I'm being the best me for everybody around me. I'm holding people accountable to what our culture is, what our core values are, those are always the people we end up wanting to take to the next level, yeah. right? Um, but we're trying to push them all to the next level. Yeah. You know, I mean. You know, as we grow and expand, there's opportunities for every single one of those people. Yeah. Right? And and we firmly believe that. And that we're doing things in our company to where we can mm -hmm. have the ability to pay them more money, right? And so, you know, we, we want to let them know that there's these opportunities coming down the road. There's a busy season upon us. We need to make sure that we're really, really dialed in at this point and we're working really, really well as a team because a team that's not really functioning proper or working together is never going to win a championship. You know, they might play okay and have a decent season, but they're never just going to get to that next, next level. And it's up to the leaders of the organization or the coach of that team to bring people together as a unit. And that's very difficult to do with so many different personalities, so many different mm -hmm. sets of beliefs. Everybody has a their self-identity that could be shot from the way they grew up or however it is. And it's us, up to us to you know, create, help them create a new identity. It's, help, it's up to us to help them build self-confidence. It's up to us to let them know that there are opportunities. It's up to us to create the culture. And it comes, comes full circle to where we have to take ownership of we saw things dip in, the culture lacking a little bit because there was a lot of separation, people working at home. We couldn't do some of the company activities that we would normally do, whether it was workout Wednesdays where we would take people down to the uh, local college and we would run stadium, do the stairs, we would have a workout. You showed up four weeks in a row on the Wednesday, you got a bonus on your check. Mm -hmm. It was incentivized to come there, sweat together, work out together, get groups of people together outside of the company so that those bonds can solidify a little bit more. And it's just fun to do. And, you know, that's something that we, we want to get back to in terms of, you know, more company outings, being around each other a little bit more outside of a stressful work type environment right. so that we can loosen up and have a little bit of fun together. Um, you know, the Brian Head trip was fun when we took him up to, you know, mm -hmm. that ski resort in the summertime uh, to do mountain biking. Yeah, but a lot of a them didn't go because it was during COVID. Yeah, that, that, yeah. So, I mean, we, we, we had some missing pieces yeah, uh, because they did. didn't want to be surrounded by, you know, 60 people, you know, um, at dinner time or whatever it is, right? And so it's, it's you know, it's a matter of if you care enough about your business, you should care about your people. Yeah. Your people are your business. It's not your customers. Your people are your business. Your customers keep you in business. Right. right? And so I think I think too many people put too much weight on the customer, 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 and then 
we're skipping right past the people that are serving the customer, yeah. right? And, and and what I stated in the one-on-ones, it's mine and Kel's job to make sure that everybody internally is okay. And as long as everybody internally is okay, then it's their job to make sure that the customer's okay. So there's kind of this this windfall, sure. right? And so if we feel as though that customers aren't getting the carrier or experience that they want, or we feel like culture's slacking, then we have to take complete ownership of that. Right. Instead of complain about it or make excuses about it, it is what it is and it's our job to, to create a solution to that. We don't have anybody that we can turn to to create solutions for us. You know, that's just the life of an entrepreneur. We have to figure out solutions to problems on a day-to-day basis. But if you feel as though that your company's slipping, it's probably due to the people in the company or the culture within your company. And you have 100% control over that in terms of taking one day, you know, or half a day in meeting 10 minutes in your, again, if it's a construction company, if it's a real estate, I mean, it doesn't matter the business. Mm-hmm. If you own a hair salon and, and the stylists are gossiping or, you know, people are have bad blood, have one-on-ones with each one of them and let's try to pull people back together yep. because it's not going to do anybody any good kind of talking bad about somebody else that they have to work around every day. You're the idiot that has to work around the other person that you don't hate. So you might as well not be the type of person where you hold on to a grudge and hate somebody that you have to work around. Be more forgiving. Be the bigger person. That's the smart thing to do. You know, look, I've been an idiot and I'm still an idiot in a lot of areas. And idiots are going to hold grudges far more than people that are smart. Smart people understand like, look, everybody makes mistakes. Not everyone's going to communicate with me the way that I want to be communicated with. Right. And it's our job to continue to mature as human beings and evolve out of maybe some of the old habits or patterns that we've had. Mm -hmm. Right. And so you've got to understand we understand to do this, but other people might not understand yeah. to do this. And it's our job to help them understand some of the ways that they need to think and how they need to act and how they need to be in order for them to create more opportunities inside your business and more opportunities in life in general, because you should want to create winners, whether that winner stays with you for a long fucking time yeah. or that winner decides to go do their own thing in one year, two years, five years cool you know like hope hope you should want them to be better people when they leave your company right <laughs> it's it, it's it, about reputation yeah, too like yeah. i mean dude do you want people to continue to want to work from you you better you better have a, a badass reputation yeah same thing in networking man you want to have get more people in your network that are valuable to you you better have a badass reputation yeah so that does come back to that as well i mean and dude really i mean your employees are a part of your network they, we always hear that saying your network is your net net worth you know and dude your people are your network, your employees You're are with your them network every single day. And just like your very important affiliate relationships or your lead source relationships or, you know, your marketing relationships or whatever are very important. Your, your employees are just as important and you should treat them as such. And so, you know, we slipped too, man. I wish yeah. we would have uh, done more one-on-ones throughout this year. Yeah. We allowed ourselves to not do it as much because we get pulled in a lot of different directions, in all these directions you but, know? but it's like, Oh shit. And then we realize, Oh shit, we're hearing this yeah. stuff. Like, Oh my gosh, what do we got to yeah. do? We got to take accountability. We got to get back to work. We got to do one-on-ones and have uh, and have our own accountability yeah. as well. And so, I don't know, man, even if we have some great leaders in this company, but they still look at us to lead them. Like, you know, we're, we're learning constantly as well. Like we've been the leaders for so long in our company. Now we're creating leaders, but the job is never done. You Mm. know, like the second we're like, cool, we got some great leaders in place. Well, guess what? Now they face some obstacles and now we're learning how to step back in and 
develop our leaders to deal with those issues. And sometimes they're new learning issues for us too, Yeah, you know? And so it's like yeah. the job is never really done. I don't, I don't care how high up you get, man. I bet Elon Musk, who's the highest person in Tesla still has to work with his leaders to develop the people below him there or them, their leaders. Right. And so yeah. there's just levels to this shit, man. And I think that you've got to treat your very valuable relationships, very valuable, but you got to remember your employees are part of that. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And what you guys need to understand right here is everybody's gone through a tough year. Okay. Whether it's financially, whether it's mentally, whether it's emotionally, you know, everybody's gone through a, a pretty tough year. Right. And so that means the people that work for you are also having a tough time. And even if you work for somebody else right now, you should be looking at this and saying, you know what, you know, I, I should be one of the shining lights inside the organization that I work for. Yes. Okay. So even if you're not an employer right now, you still can create leadership type qualities with inside an organization. You could still be the guiding light, the shining light that mm -hmm. helps elevate other people. Companies need other people to help bring up the culture. Absolutely. Either you're a part of that or you're working against that. That's it. Look at it no other way. Is this decision helping this business move forward in a positive way? Or is this decision going to hurt the business in a negative way? And you're an idiot if you're going to try to hurt the business in a negative way on purpose because yes. that's your livelihood. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. But back to the employer side, a lot of even employers, you you guys have maybe had a very tough year financially, emotionally, or mentally, right? Last year was a good year for us financially, but you know, mentally, you know, it was it was a tough year for everybody, yeah, right? We had some setbacks um, for sure. We definitely had setbacks and, and 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 issues. And so, if you're dealing with that, guess what? Your your people are too. Wouldn't it be awesome to utilize this as an opportunity to connect with those people and let them know that they're valued, that they're appreciated in a world full of uncertainty? Let them know that they're an individual that you see potential in, an individual that you expect to have more opportunities in your organization in the in, in the next one or two years. My goal is to, and tell them what your goal is. I wanna phase myself out of showing up to these job sites, or I need to phase myself out of showing up to the office, and I'm gonna be turning to some people in the organization to step up as leaders, and that's gonna create more opportunities because I need to not be in the weeds with you every day doing day-to-day -day operations. I need to be external trying to focus on the growth of the business. Now, if I can get outside the business and focus on the growth, guess what? You guys now have all more opportunities because there's gonna be more leadership opportunities. People are gonna to have to come into the company. The people that aren't the leaders are gonna be kind of second in line for that if a new crew gets set up or a new office gets set up yeah. or whatever it is. But you have to let them know their day's work is investing into their future opportunities with the business. And if they don't understand that there are opportunities in your business moving forward, they don't understand what you're trying to do and what you're trying to scale to. So it's a matter of sharing the vision with these individuals that are working with you to help you get to that point. But you need to make sure part of your vision is lifting other people up in terms of financial uh, opportunities mm -hmm. as well, right? Yeah. New leaders, um, need to be able to come in and lead that business. And you need to just be able to lead the leaders, right? At yeah. one point. And then at one point, those leaders can just lead just by themselves after they've kind of had that coaching from right. it, right? Eventually so we, someone will be doing all the one-on-ones, but exactly. we'll still be doing one-on-ones with our leaders. Exactly. So that that's the idea, but spend time with your people. 
I guarantee you they need it now more than ever. Well, and it's plus it's a huge opportunity for you as the entrepreneur, the business for owner. Personal growth I mean, too. if you hear a pattern of like three, four different areas that you can improve your company, it's like, okay, cool. That might actually take us to another level. Like yeah. you got to be open-minded and be, be willing to take some criticism as well. Or if you have high turnover, maybe there's a reason why, but yeah. you're just not asking the right questions. Right. You're just, man, I just can't find a good, good people. Yeah, create you know, a space where people feel safe telling you the truth. Like, yeah. look, man, you're not gonna lose your job. You're not in trouble today. You just want to grow. Yeah. Like, let's talk about what we can do better as a company. Where I think you can do better here. Where you think I could do better here. Yeah. What are like, things that I need to work I'm on? I'm not gonna take anything personal. Yeah, exactly. I know that I need to improve as well. So let's let's have a conversation. Yeah. And that's basically what we did. Yeah. Is just have a real conversation and just chat it up with people yeah. and let them know that they're appreciated and valued because they are. Yeah. That's just the truth. It's not just it's not it's not a tactic outside of anything, but just doing the right thing and right. being a, a good leader right. and being an individual that they feel like that they can turn to in a time of need, whether it is, you know, outside of work issues or inside of work issues, yep. right? If people are dealing with, with personal stuff outside of work, guess what? That's going to affect their performance at work. So make sure you're the type of individual that is accepting anything, you know, whether it is personal shit or business shit. Hey, uh, you know, I have seen you slack a little. Is there anything going on that I need to know about? Is there, you know, anything I can do to help? You know, usually if somebody's lacking performance or they've been crushing it for six months and then and then they kind of fall off a little bit, usually it's something happening in their personal life. Is there anything that that I need to know about, or is there anything that I can do to to help? Because right. um, I I am getting concerned for you because I saw so much so much potential, and then now you're it's just something's changed a little right. bit. If you could share that with me, is it something that we did here? You know, however you need to approach it, but don't make sure make sure it's not combative. Man, right? be, be genuine too, that you want to actually help them out. Like and Corey actually it, just actually, reminded me the other yeah. night, he reminded me, he's like, dude, I don't think you guys realize like the reason that you have so many people that love where they work is because they love you guys. You've helped so many of them, whether it's fix their credit, get their first house or help them with, you know, a money down, down and, or, or whether, yeah. you know, it's their first car or yeah. getting a replacement car, or, you know, just whatever, man. Like, and I was like, dang, there actually has been a lot of those moments. And a lot of those people are our leaders now. Yeah. Right. Cause we went above and beyond for them, yeah. you know? And so uh, that was a good reminder as well. You know, he reminded me of that. And I was like, damn, dude, that's true. Um, because he was the one that kind of came to me and was like, yeah, dude, you and Trev need to have, like, have a conversation yeah, with some people, right? People. But it, it gets to a point where culture's good and everything's functioning fine. And then you stop doing everything that you did to get it to that point. Mm -hmm. And then it trickles back down to what it was, right? Yeah. It's something that has to always be managed. It's not like you're going to get your business to a certain point and then just stop doing everything that you did to get it there, you still want to keep hustling and doing all those same things so you can still see growth, yeah. right? So don't don't get to a point in your business where you do some of this stuff and it starts to work and then you phase out of it, right? Like this is something that we definitely need to do more often and it's something that we mm -hmm. saw value in this morning and it's top of mind. So we decided to talk about it on a podcast, yeah. things that we saw that we could improve um, and how do you improve things? 
I don't know, by talking to the people that are feeling whatever it is that they're feeling Mm -hmm. and trying to understand where they're coming from and then having them understand where you're coming from, two human beings kind of coming together and finding some middle ground and making sure that the common goal is still the same common goal that we're trying to make the company better. We're trying to serve people to the utmost of our abilities. And that's really what it comes down to. When you're serving other people and you're taking care of human beings, you're gonna feel good about yourself. We could take care of our employees and feel good about ourselves. Our employees can feel good about themselves by taking care of the customers. That's just the way that it works. It's just kind of this waterfall effect that trickles down to everybody in your organization. So if you aren't creating a good culture with your people, don't expect your people to have a good culture. And if your people don't have a good culture, then they're probably not gonna service or serve your customers to the their highest level of ability, right? I'm a firm, firm, firm believer, dude, that culture and, uh, and dude, I actually resisted some of the things that we do now today because I'm like, wow, there's an unmeasurable amount of return that's come from us investing into our culture. So I'm a firm believer. Okay. And I've been proved wrong on some of these things that we've implemented in our company that were for culture. I'm like, well, why would we want to spend all that money on break room food? Or why would we want to, you know, like that's not necessary to put money here or here when we could put it here in marketing, right? Like that's the stuff that, that I've had to learn too. And, but dude, just thinking about where we, where we've gone, man, I can attribute so much of our gains to our culture, but you Mm -hmm. can't really put a real ROI on it. Mm. I'll bet you we've invested well over six figures last year into our culture. And we can't tell how much that's brought back in, in gains monetarily, but I know it's a huge part of why we've had the gains that we've had. Well, so it's something that people should be willing to invest into, even though the gains are invisible. Well, we've talked about this prior on a podcast on anything that you want to see growth in, you have to invest in, whether you're investing time or money. Right. In some cases, it's both. Right. Right. Like if I want to have growth, you know, spiritually, you know, maybe I go pay somebody that's, uh, you know, a monk and I go (laughs) fly to freaking wherever and sit on top of a hill and spend the time with that individual, spent money to go out there so that I can learn some of those traits so that I can be more Zen, right? Or more spiritual. And again, I'm investing time and money into that a coach, so to speak. Yeah, right. That's a good idea. Um, that's one area I want to, I want to have gains, bro. Dude, I I'm down, dude. We can just go book a month long trip and go sit in some Alpine Hill and just go zen monk out. it up. Dude. Uh, dude, I'm down. I, I'd do it. Dude. <laughs> I'd be open to yeah, it. <laughs> so, uh, we've got to get some things in order still, but, um, uh, you know, we're in the spot where we're trying to slowly kind of phase out of day-to-day operations so that we can focus more on the growth of our business as well as, you know, um, get the coaching and mentoring thing up and create our own mastermind with real business owners and continue to give value to you guys. But we'd be doing you a disservice if we just jump right into something like that. Yeah, and let our whole company go to and shit, exactly. right? Like, so, you know, bottom line. You know, we're, we're grooming our leaders and we're trying to, you know, teach them how to lead properly. and. And again, when you put a manager in place, the funny thing is is that name, you know, they just want to manage if they're the manager rather than building genuine relationships with the people that work underneath them. And it's trying to help people understand that concept because that's a concept that took me a few years to learn. Yeah. Right. And so we're trying to speed up that that learning curve a little bit. And usually when there's a new manager in place, it's going to ruffle some feathers and people might not like it. But 
the idea. As long as you're doing one-on-ones and you're communicating with people and everybody understands the same vision is still the same vision, the goal yeah. is still the same goal, then you could all continue to try to work towards that in, in, in a positive manner. But again, if you feel as though that you have high turnover, can't find good people, ask yourself, are you really investing time and money into the culture of your business? Because I, I would bet that that's ultimately what's lacking in your company is, you know, you hire somebody, you pay them a wage, you just expect, 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 yeah. right? And so it's a two-way street. You want them to go above and beyond. So why don't you go above and beyond first so that you can create that expectation for them to go above and beyond for the company? Um, when you ask them to, hey, can you stay an hour late and do yeah. this? Or can you? But if, if again, you've given, 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 you have the ability to have an ask every so often. Right. Give, 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 ask, right? right? Give, 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 ask. Totally. And, and, and it's going to be far more of a two-way street when you take ownership of it and you start that trend of going above and beyond for them outside of just signing a paycheck every week or every two weeks or whatever it is. Take a, a group of people golfing, take them to the restaurant, take them bowling, right. pull them in give for your, the one-on-one. Give your leaders do, some money to go do it with their people. Yes. You know, if it's something that you can't do all the time, like, yeah. you know, that's an opportunity for your leaders to be able to show the, hey, the, the people. Hey, I'm going to give you the company card. I don't want them to know it came from the company, but if I'm running a, a construction company and I have three crews and there's a leader on each crew, I'm going to give a leader on each one of those crews a little bit of money. Dude, and I I'll say, right spend now. it however you want to spend it on those people, uh -huh. but make sure that you spend it. And they and they think that it's coming from you because that's again solidifying a little bit more of a leadership position and them looking at you like wow this person really does care they're going yeah. out of their way to do these things for us. I, I know for a fact that some of our leaders do dip into their own pocket to do stuff like that. Yeah, I know for a fact yeah. Tyler and Kaysen do. Yeah, Jock does. Yeah, I know for a fact that they spend their own money on their people to show that because of the type of culture that we've created, because of the type of loyalty that, that, that they have for us, because they see like how much we do sacrifice for them as well. Um, so we, I think that we've done pretty good at that. This has been a learning year um, where we could do better. And I think one-on-ones, dude, honestly, are so powerful, but you don't need to do it all the time to where it becomes something that they don't even look forward to or it's not. Yeah. It loses its power when you do yeah. it too much. Yeah. You know, like maybe quarterly or something. Yeah. Like that, but you don't yeah. need to do like monthly or weekly one-on-ones and just beat a dead horse. I just think it's, I think it's more special when you do do it, you know, Spread maybe two, three, four times a year tops. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it needs to be all the time. Yeah. Otherwise I just, yeah, I think it does lose that little bit of pizzazz, you know, but mm. something to think about. You know, I, I would agree with that. And so guys, let, let's focus on building relationships with the people that are helping you get where you want to go and make sure that that's a relationship where you're helping them also get where they're trying to go. Yeah. Understand what their goals are. When's the last time you asked somebody what their goals are, whether it's buying a house or whatever it is, yeah. right? Like what can you do to help that individual make that, that dream a reality? You know, there's a lot of kind of personal coaching that happens, you know, in, in our office in terms of, Hey man, what, you know, I want to do this. What, what should I do? Well, sell your car, get rid of it. You know, yeah. Pablo did it. You Pablo sold his car because he had specific goals. And I said, well, get a crappier car. He, he, he now rides his bike back and forth to work because he has specific goals and he's willing to make sacrifices mm -hmm. to get to those goals. And it's up to the leaders to teach other people how to get to that type of right. a position. Let them know what it took you to get where you are so that if they have some of those same goals that they can get where you are. How right? freaking powerful is that though, that you got an employee that says, hey man, if you were me, what would you do in this situation? 
Dude, a lot of employees don't go to their bosses to ask those type of questions, dude, unless they respect them enough to and really value their opinion. Yeah. And so that's cool. That's cool that Pablo's like, dude, I can afford a car. I can keep doing this. I'm making this much money, but I really want to go to this level. I'm going to ask Trev what he would do. Trev's like, well, dude, honestly, like, figure out where you can make a sacrifice. Yeah. Like, Find a uh, ride find your bike. A spot you can <laughs> he doesn't have to ride his bike, but he is now well, because he's yeah, like, dude, he doesn't I have to get there. Absolutely, he doesn't have to. So I tell people two things: figure out a way to increase your income and lower your overhead. Yeah, you know, if you increase your income by five or ten percent, and you lower lower your overhead by five or ten percent, that's ten or twenty percent savings every single month. Right, right, and and that can compound and it can add up. And yeah. Keely over there has done it too. Yeah, she sold her car because she didn't want a car payment because she has a goal of buying a house. Yeah. so she wants to say so she bought a crappy crappy uh, like Ford Explorer for fifteen hundred bucks. She's like, you know what? I don't really care. Yeah, I'm not trying to impress payment. anybody right now. Yeah, you know, at this point, I have a goal of buying a house, and you know, I'm going to take a step backwards and make the sacrifices that I need to in order to save the money that I need. And secondly, when they look at your debt to credit ratio, they want to see how much, what payments you have going out. So she didn't want a payment going out on the car, why she's saving money and, and, and having them check her credit. Right. So again, it's about, you know, coaching people through life, right. And, and helping them make better life decisions so that you are a beacon. You are an individual that they can trust, you know, in various scenarios and know that you have their best interest at heart because if you give them feedback and give them information and their life becomes better for it, then you are the source of good information. You still got to credit the individual for yeah. actually putting action behind it um, and, and being willing to make those sacrifices. But that's one thing that we try to do. Again, you know, we can always get better. We can always do a little bit more, you know, and, and, and make sure that we keep a good pulse on the culture um, and not let it slip. But look, you know, if we mentally slipped, it's hard to give what you don't have the ability to give at that point, right? And so, yeah, last year there was, you know, mental slippage. I don't know if you, if, if that's the right I know, term. I know there was for me, man. You know, and, and, um, and, the, and uh, hey, our people are kind of what help pull us out of it too. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when we go through it, because exactly. we're human. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think we did a podcast in july or june or something i'm like yeah we're i'm in a little bit of a funk you yeah. know or something like that and then right after that is when i started 75 hard in like august yeah right finding something that i can do to pull myself out of it and how you pull yourself out of something is not by doing less it's usually by doing more distracting right. yourself with positive habits or routines or something that's going to challenge you to where you have the ability to focus on you rather than focusing yeah. on the pity party right totally um great. and so you know, we wanted to keep it short and sweet. Was it short, Austin? Did... Uh, we're about 45 minutes. Oh, that's perfect. No way. That's solid. I thought it was like 20 minutes. So, <laughs> Point is, you guys, try one-on-ones if you're not doing it. It's going to be powerful. Just try it once, please. You're going to learn. Just at least once. Yeah, just do it. And uh, it, it will open doors for you, and it will open doors for your company to improve. And uh, you'll thank us later. If you do already do them and you haven't done them in a while, do them again. Yeah. You already know the power of them. It yeah. just probably, you're probably hearing this for a reason right now. Yeah. So get yeah. back to it. Yeah, it's a sign. It's Here's your sign. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, Talk to your people. Talk to the people that show up every single day. You know, Again, they might be dealing with, with struggles outside of, of work that's affecting their work. They may not just be bought in anymore and don't believe in you or the business anymore. I don't know. But it's up to you to find those things out. And the only way you find those things out is not by guessing or overthinking it. Sit down with somebody. Take five, ten minutes with them. Ask them you know, how they're doing. Ask them what you can improve on. What, uh, what, give them feedback on what you think that they can improve on. 
And that's how you just move forward together as a unit, mm -hmm. right? You can't just hire somebody and expect, you know, them to just be great forever. It's just not going to happen. It's up to you to, you know, make your business great, make your culture great and continue putting yourself in a situation where you have the ability to win and the people that you surround yourself with have the ability to win. And it's just an overall better environment for you and them to have that type of ecosystem. So Absolutely. last but not least, write a damn review already. Shit. You know, <laughs> like we've got, you know, thousands and thousands of people that listen and we've got 350 reviews. So that shows me that there's thousands of people that are slacking on us here. Yeah, you know, speak we, up. We, we don't, we don't ask for much, <laughs> but if you will, you know, um, drop, if you're listening to it on, uh, you know, iTunes or whatever it is, drop a review. Uh, if you're listening to this and or watching it on YouTube, you know, make a comment, you know, share this shit with, uh, with people that you feel as though that, can, can get value from it. You know, don't share it with people that, you know, you know, just aren't going to do anything anyways, right? We want people in our ecosystem, the real business owners ecosystem, that are action takers, that are doers, that really want to level up and, and, and make their life better. And the people that are around them make their life better as well. So, and uh, for the most part, that that's, that's you, the listener, the individual that's, you know, taking time out of their day, uh, investing into information uh, to try to grow. But the, the real growth happens when you put a little bit of action behind it. So, Amen you know, uh, drop, drop a review, if you will, pretty please. You know, I think that that helps with our ranking um, on, on iTunes. And so um, that's the only fee that we charge is just drop a, a comment that Trevor's really cool, Kel's really cool, and they drop some nuggets. <laughs> just do that, literally. And if I get like 30 of those, then we know that you listen to this podcast. We know we know it was episode 91. So there we, go. we appreciate you guys. Take care. Have a kick-ass day. And make sure that you're always trying to improve. Take care.